Hello, everyone. This is co-host Sarah Jewell for our host and producer, Gary McCants, for Challenges of Faith radio program. And today we're going to talk with Teresa Herbick, multi-talented, spirit-filled woman who is an author, advocate for adopted children, and an absolutely marketing dynamo. But before we begin, I want to thank our God for bringing Teresa on this broadcast as an example of how God works in the lives of his beloved as he moves his kingdom forward. We thank you, Father, for having Teresa on our program, and we pray that listeners will become inspired and encouraged by her work. And we pray to you always in Jesus' name. My dear, sweet friend, Teresa, thank you so much for being on our program. Hello, amazing Sarah, and it's such an honor to be here with you and your listeners, and I'm wishing everyone many happy blessings from San Antonio, Texas. Fantastic. I'm just so delighted that you're here. And and so to begin with, uh, Teresa, I think this is so critical and important, particularly in, in the work that you do and how you view your life. Can you talk about the foundation of your creativity? Um, and I and I know that it's based on your relationship with God. Yes, absolutely, Sarah. The foundation of my creativity and my life really all together is, is focused on a deep loving relationship with the one true living God. And I think of the Bible scripture, James 1.17 often, which says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. And I also love Luke 137, nothing is impossible with God. And I really believe God orchestrates everything together, you and I here together, our relationship with Gary McCants and all of the wonderful listeners out there. We serve such a mighty God, and it's really my calling to do everything I can to glorify him and just really seek his light and love. Oh, amen, Teresa. That's why I I have such a connection to you, because you have such a deep connection with the Lord. And and I know that you base all of your work and all of your energy on um, moving forward. So what has God um, laid on your heart in terms of causes? Sure, absolutely. So really much of my purpose and really my work, my career, relationships, you know, even my family and friends and, and my connections go to um, a greater purpose. You know, I look at everybody involved in my life as a wonderful connection, and I really base my my mission out there on child welfare, adoption, foster and orphan care, and pet rescue, but anything I can do to help others as well, my my husband Galen and I and our family and my family growing up, my wonderful brother and the best brother and parents growing up as well as the best family and friends now. I'm so grateful to God for that. But we started, uh, my husband and I with couples in our church started a community group about probably 20 years ago. And it was all focused on adoption and foster care and really aiding those wanting to help children and also pets in need. And we were really thankful to God to 
work through the project and help about 550 families and needy children in orphanages and children's homes, as well as pets that needed to be adopted. And I continue to make that such a big part of my life and everything I do. Oh, that's fantastic, Teresa. I mean, that's just that's a, that's just just fabulous. Now, this is for your ministry, Families for Adoption, correct? Yes. Yes, absolutely. We adopted our own children as well, and I should definitely mention Mayana Braxton and Nina, who um, Nina has a family of her own now, so I have grandchildren, and I'm really excited. She's married to Stan, and she has uh, children, Paul, Angelina, and Milana, but it's really the center of our hearts to be um, focused on adoption, but also children's compassion and knowing that there are children out there that need homes and there are pets out there that need homes. And I'm always thinking that there's a greater calling beyond myself because I'm just a person. You and I, you know, we do our best to help with causes, but we're just one person. But I look at God as a powerful king and the Lord Jesus as a powerful savior and, and he can do anything. And so as long as we trust in him, I believe that great things can happen. Oh, amen to that. And Teresa, um, of course, Teresa and I, listeners, as you know, um, well, you don't know, but just to let you know that Teresa and I met um, because she was marketing uh, one of my, my projects, and we just became so close, and we just became t- to be like sisters almost, and we have such a wonderful relationship. And when Teresa who is an author of her own, uh, recently um, uh, published this book that we're going to talk about. Um, We just thought that this would be a fabulous opportunity for Teresa to come on Challenges of Faith Radio so she could talk not only about her background, but about her projects and specifically about her book. And, And so, Teresa... On that note, can you tell us about God's direction in your books and and some of the and the titles of your books? Sure. And Sarah, I just want to mention that I love your books. Your books inspire me. So I, I want to let um, the listeners know I am personally inspired by you. I'm personally inspired by the authors that I work with that really care about people and care about causes and. My books, um, you know, are there for charity purposes to really provide resources for those in need and, and support. And whenever they're thinking they need help, I pray that my books help them. And I pray that all of the listeners out there know God really loves you. And so I'm the author of seven books, and they're all based on family and prayer and powerful healings. I was healed personally from a massive brain tumor, stage three breast cancer. I even died for 35 minutes at the hospital. God brought me back. And so that amazes me what God can do. And that's my prayer for everyone here that when you read these stories in my books and in your books, Sarah, and, and other authors out there trying to help and support people, I just pray that you see God's power at work and you know how much God loves you. And um, So I do have books on, you know, simpler subjects like cats and dogs for children based on the Beatitudes in Matthew 5 and then also the Fruits of the Spirit 
in Galatians. I like to um, tell stories about those areas to children, but I also want to inspire people that are struggling. Maybe there's something you're going through. Maybe you're going through grief. Maybe you're going through a health struggle or you're experiencing another family member or close friend that's going through a health struggle. And I just want to encourage people that God is, is here for you. God loves you. God hears your prayers. He answers. He especially loves when you can celebrate his glory. So when he answers our prayers, Sarah, I, I know he really loves it when we say, praise God, yay, you did it, God. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I look for in, in life, and I wish for for our listeners, Sarah. Well, well, that's what I feel that about your books that are so important is that they're incredibly encouraging, and they're written so that we can identify with what you're talking about, and we can also use you as a as a model in how you relate to the Lord and how you relate to particular situations with the Lord and how we can reach out on ev- for every every type of situation we might find ourselves in we are able to talk to the Lord about it. And I find that your books have that ability to make that connection. And I particularly just love this new book that you've written, which is Prayer Rx. Listeners, write this down. It's called Prayer Rx. And, of course, we're talking with Teresa Herbeck, and we're going to have information at the end of this, and we're going to post it on Challenges of Faith radio um, little uh, copy blog that you will be able to um, find these books. And, um, and Teresa, so what I would like to ask is, what inspired you to write Prayer Rx? I loved it. I, I read it in one night. It was Thank fantastic. Thank you so much. So like everyone out there, there are times that we struggle in life, and there's times when we have such joy and just a celebration about life. But for me, this book, so after writing about six books, I developed sort of a burnout on writing, and we all have burnout sometimes. I had a a conversation during this time with God, and I basically said, I think I'm done with writing books, and I felt a little disappointed about the time and energy involved and just felt like I didn't have a heart to write another but sometimes we find out God's got another plan, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so that's where God spoke to me one night and really guided me that he had another short book in mind that he wanted me to write. And I said, okay, God, I'm listening. And um, he really told me that the title, Prayer Rx, that it's really a prescription for transformation. Uh, we really seek him and seek his scripture and seek his word. And that he just really shared the stories one by one, 10 stories about different areas of struggle in our lives. And needless to say, I couldn't sleep. And I got up and I began writing and I wrote a 42-page book in just over two days. And I say um, the Holy Spirit guided me and God did it all because I certainly hadn't planned on it. And, um, I, you know, I put the subtitle what I felt was on my heart at that time, a 10-day 
prescription to transformation. And I look at everything that we read and everything that we look at in life can be life-changing and transformative. And, and it's everything's the wisdom of God whenever it's God's God breathed, and this certainly for me was God breathed. And so the book has ten sections and the story of transformation. And I've seen so many miracles just based on prayer. We have a a prayer group um, that I prayed with for several years, and a, a great prayer warrior leads the group, Marianne Jen. She's um, seen many miracles in her life as well. But we meet and we really talk about prayer and we pray through a list of prayer every week and I've seen just miraculous answers to prayer. So a lot of those stories are in there, but also there's a scripture and there's a, a prayer to pray and an action for the reader. It's not anything that would take a lot of time, but if you go through and read it and, and soak in the scripture and say the prayer and perform the action, which might be emailing or calling someone you haven't talked to in years and just having a simple, I love you, I miss you conversation, that sort of thing. But simple things just to transform and bless our lives and, and really set us on the path to God's glory. And that's um, kind of the purpose of it all. Well, you know, I... Um... I, I, when I got the book, I actually ordered it because I, I wanted to have the hard copy. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Thank you. It's, uh, it, 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 and for listeners, it's, it, it's a t- kind of a 10-day devotional, but it can be reused and reused and reused. And it includes um, personal struggles and family unity and serving God and miracle journey into death and back and financial restoration and uh, safety and protection, and relationship transformation, God's provision, grief and hardship, and salvation. And then in the conclusion of the Father's love letter. But the thing that I found so compelling about this book is the fact that you have, uh, Teresa, a, um, a prayer, an actionable prayer. And then you have something to remember, which is, a scripture, and then you've got a personal challenge, and I love the personal challenge because what it does is that it it helps you engage with the world around you. It doesn't keep you isolated. It doesn't keep you isolated in prayer or in your own head or in your own thoughts. It actually is an outreach, and Teresa, talk to us about the fact that you included that actionable item, that outreach. Sure, absolutely, Sarah. So I read the book without that to begin with. And that final day, I kept sensing there's something else I need to include. And I was like, yes, it's got to be the action. Because so many times we have the intention, the intention to reach out to someone we haven't talked to for years, or the intention to forgive someone or forgive an action toward us and actually, you know, make that amends. But a lot of times we don't take that step. So I believe that's why God spoke to me. You need to include an action, a simple thing somebody can do and say, oh, I can do it. And I realized after I actually published the book 
I got a message from a close friend who said, listen, I read the book and probably the most impactful thing for me was that I reached out to someone that I haven't talked to in 40 years. We had a fight 40 years ago and we decided, or I decided I'd reach out to them and actually talk about it. And to me, that meant everything because a lot of times we need that encouragement to go for and take a step to do something nice for someone, to forgive someone, and to make amends in our lives. And so I hope that those actionable items will encourage people. And I know a lot of times we think, oh, the other person can do it. It should be them. They did me wrong or whatever. But if you take that step, if I take that step, if we take that step, to do the right thing for God, God definitely rewards us, and I believe in that, and I thank God for that. And and I think that's what's so um, unusual or compelling or encouraging about your book is the fact that you, you do start off with a, a narrative of, for example, personal struggle, and then from there you go into the prayer and um, like I said a little bit earlier, you go into scripture. But the beauty of it is, um, is that the, the action that you're suggesting that people do, it creates that relationship between the person or people that you're suggesting they reach out to, along with that connection to the Lord, who God is love, and also the prayer itself, and it brings it together as a complete package so that you might be reading it one a day, but at the same time, you've got something to do with what you're reading. And I think that in so many cases, we often read things, but we don't translate that into, into action. And um, I know that you said that the, the Lord has laid that on your heart to create this, this wonderful um, b- little book, but how does that relate to your your other books is this is this all part of your journey or do you think that it is multifaceted in your journey in terms of writing sure so i believe this relates in every book i have some sort of action associated with it even in the children's book i you know i look at the beatitudes that you know we're blessed no matter who we are by the lord God, especially if we seek God, and um, but also as we take steps to encourage adoption, rescuing, helping a person in need. You know, if we're at Walmart, for example, we see someone out there that is needing food that we pick up an extra package of chips or whatever inside and share that, um, you know, Family prayer made easy. That's about sharing as families together. And to me, families can be really you and I, Sarah. We're, we're sisters in Christ. Gary and I, he's my brother in Christ. It could be your friends of many years or even a friend you, you met recently that just really touched your heart. Families are in all shapes and sizes, but family made prayer made easy, my family and I, I said to my children, 
how can we make prayer fun and how can we do some actionable things for people? And so my kids at a young age are like, hey, why don't we do this for um, our widow next door? Why don't we take her um, some flowers or why don't, why don't we write her a note or something like that? So every book has that trend of, you know, an actionable prayer, but also an action you can take to make prayer fun, but also life fun to where you're, you're seeing the joy of others. I feel like a lot of times my joy comes from seeing someone happy, seeing people feel relieved. When we pray together, there's definitely relief. I know, um, I wanted to mention a young couple that is in our area that started a business and it's based on just basic, basically pest care, but their motto is to spray and pray. And I thought that was so interesting. And we share with this couple the family prayer made easy book and, and they're, they were pregnant at the time and their baby recently came very early, but we've been praying with them and Two months early, this baby came. The baby's name Gideon Matthew, and this little baby, three pounds, ten ounces, they believed that the baby would not do well in life because of his lungs not doing well and that they were deformed. And so we prayed. We prayed with our prayer group and prayed with others, and, and this husband and wife are so Set on the Lord's glory. I know God, you can do this, and I know God that you can perform this miracle. And overnight, this couple said the doctor came in, say, and said, "I don't know how, I don't know why, but we're amazed because this little boy, three pounds ten ounces, who we saw the lungs yesterday, really in a very bad condition today." His lungs are fine. He is healed. He's going to be a happy, healthy boy. And what we want to start doing is let you hold your son once a day. And we believe, you know, that something great's happening here. We don't understand it. Well, of course, this couple understood it. And, you know, we understand it. But I just pray that the listeners out there know that God's still in the miracle business. God's still able to do all things. Anything that you hope for or ask for, I just ask you to believe and don't ever doubt. Some, you know, sometimes we doubt in our minds and just block that doubt out and say, God, take that doubt away. You can do this, Lord. Nothing's impossible with you, God, and believe it with all your heart and let's see what God does. So just wanted to share that story and there's just so many other stories just coming from little things we put out there in the world. Maybe it's a story through a book or it's a story through our conversation. And I just love how God God works and performs these miracles. And, and Teresa, you know, uh, we've known each other for a bit, and, and your constant prayer is remarkable. And also your story of your own life is remarkable. And you have always put your faith and your trust in the Lord, and he has come through for you like just amazingly, I mean, you just put a smile on my face when I 
hear the marvelous things that he's done for you. And I think that through your writing, um, it's real. It's, it's not a preconceived notion and it's not a theological discussion. It, it's not. It's from your heart because it's real. You've experienced it and you know the direction that people need to go into in order to build up their own trust and faith in the Lord. And interestingly enough, and I'm going to segue to your career, your other career of um, of marketing, because I find that you 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 still move forward with the Lord, and even in this particular area of helping other people in getting their um, their marketing needs accomplished. Could you speak a little bit about that? Sure, I'd be happy to, Sarah. Thank you. So I really enjoyed from the very beginning helping people to connect and helping brands to perform well and to help um, with marketing, public relations, publicity, that sort of thing. And I worked quite a bit on contracts and as well as worked with companies to really put out fresh and relevant content, but also to connect people with media and connect people with the right um, publishers as well as film and and um, producers, things like that. And I know that, you know, I always look at 80% of all of our target audiences out there, no matter what you do, that those audience, they will embrace your brand, what you're all about, what your message is all about, if it's personalized. And so I tried very, very hard to make sure all of my marketing efforts, my public relations, advertising, video, um, writing, editing, as well as my publicity for film and television, that sort of thing is very personalized, that there's a real connection there, and that I'm able to help people find that connection and perform well in whatever it is they're trying to, to accomplish, really. Well, I, I'd like to, um, uh, listeners, get a pencil out and some paper, or that's kind of old-fashioned. You do it on your phone now. But, um, Teresa, could you let listeners know, number one, how to reach you um, if they are in need of marketing sources or marketing resources, which you provide, in, and you have a huge, diverse portfolio of what you provide in terms of marketing. Um, how can they reach you? Sure. Absolutely. So listeners, you can reach me by email at familiesforadoption at gmail.com. And that's families for adoption all spelled out. F-A-M-I-L-I-E-S-F-O-R-A-D-O-P-T-I-O-N at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to talk with anyone and support anyone out there with your needs to pray for you anytime. I'm definitely here for, for anyone that needs support. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate oh, the, that. Well, I'd like to tell you, listeners, that, that uh, Teresa, I, I've, I've worked with Teresa, so, I, so I'm speaking from experience, and and Teresa truly is probably one of the best marketing people that I have ever worked with. But in addition to her marketing uh, 
profession, so to speak, but she's because she's an author as well, is that her her writing is so encouraging and so uplifting. Now we will post it on the um, website how to get her books. But Teresa, what would you suggest if they want to research you for your titles? Um, how would they how would they research you with your titles? Sure. So you can connect with me via LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, Teresa Herbig, and it's Teresa without an H and Herbig, H-E-R-B-I-C. You can Google me as well and, um, you know, my LinkedIn profile and my books and everything are online. My books are on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and available pretty much anywhere books are, are sold online. But um, definitely I'm here to help, it, whether it's marketing or it's publicity or if it's just prayer. Like I said, I care about everyone out there. I care about your happy life. I care about your health. And I just pray for blessings over you and, and thank, uh, thank the Lord for you. And, Teresa, um, what do you think your next project's going to be? Very interesting. So I've been very honored to work with, like we talked earlier, a couple authors on some really amazing kingdom books. And one being yourself, um, we've been really connected on a book, this script television series, Solomon's Concubine, that you wrote. And I absolutely love that, Sarah. It's one of my favorites, and it's a project on my heart to get that um, book and see that book produced as a television series. The script is there, and everything's together. We've worked and enjoyed working with my son Braxton on that as well, and just um, seeing that to come to fruition, that is on my heart very much so. And um, I also... Love our dear friends in Scotland, Archie and Margaret Woolray. I encourage people to work, pick up their book on King Solomon's Empire. I think that the two King Solomon's books, King Solomon's Empire and then Sarah Jewell, um, Your Solomon's Concubine, those books go very well together. So I encourage everyone to pick that up and, and just, um, really I want to glorify God for anything I do. So, I'm looking forward to that project as well as any marketing projects out there where I can really help people with their brand and, and really getting the word out about their products and services and doing that kind of joint effort. But also just um, praying for people. That's my joy always. I thank God for that and sharing stories and testimonies is always a part of what I enjoy doing and uh, look forward to doing in the future as well. Um, I, I, we, we have a little bit of time left, but I, I, I would like to ask you um, about prayer and how important it has been in your life and how people who are listening to this program can maybe think about opening up their hearts a bit more, more regularly to prayer, because you've had amazing challenges in your life, but you've also had um, major successes and miracles. 
So how, what kind of words of encouragement would you give for our listeners in terms of your prayer, um, your heart for prayer? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sarah. I encourage everyone to spend meaningful time with our Father and to seek Jesus in prayer. I am um, love this story. I'd like to share this brief story if I could. And and it shares my philosophy on prayer and just really impacted me. It's a story from my prayer RX book, if you don't mind. One day a man was driving along a freeway and he saw a vehicle crashed into a median wall. The man was a prayer warrior and he stopped and prayed for the driver of the vehicle although he appeared dead. He prayed, Lord, please save this man in Jesus. Although he didn't know the answer to that prayer quite yet, years later, the same man heard from a pastor whose son was not walking with the Lord, didn't know Jesus. A lot of people don't know Jesus. And so the story goes on. The pastor asked him to please pray for his son to be saved and to preach for him that weekend. So as this visiting pastor preached, he showed up. He noticed this pastor's son in the audience. And so he preached and he prayed this man would be saved. His message was to everyone there, and but directly in his heart to this unsaved son of the pastor, And soon after, the son had a terrible car crash. He hit the median wall in the middle of a highway like the other man did, and he died instantly. And due to this trauma, this pastor friend had a stroke. And he was so sad about his son, he had a stroke, and he was in a coma for a long time. The visiting pastor and the prayer warrior, he said, why, God, why? And sometimes we do. Why, God? We don't understand. But when the pastor came to that had went into the coma, he asked, please get my friend, that visiting pastor and prayer warrior. I have a story to tell him. So he called out to this friend, and he said, I have to tell you what happened during my coma. What I witnessed as I died briefly and went to heaven, I saw the Lord Jesus Christ, and I asked him what, why I was there and what was going on, and he asked me, Jesus asked me, he said, look behind me, see who is standing here. And lo and behold, it was the pastor's son in heaven, and he was smiling, and so that story for me says it all, because sometimes we pray and we think God's not listening. Sometimes we pray and we think God's not answering. But every prayer that I've ever prayed, I know God answers in one way or another. He may not always give the answer that I hope for or I wish for, but it's always better. So I pray to God for his miracles, and that to me is a miracle We've seen our daughter healed from blindness and double vision. Our son healed from trauma. Um, my dad healed from MS and, and many things. My mom healed. Many of us have seen uh, miracles. We've also seen just uh, amazing little things happen. And sometimes it's the little things. But everything we do 
if we seek God in prayer, he has such an incredible purpose and peace and love. And so I pray that everyone would consider seeking Jesus. All you have to do is say, help me, Jesus, and he's there for you. He's there for you. Oh, Teresa, thank you so much. You, you are so encouraging, and I'm so blessed to know you. And we are so grateful for your work. And listeners, I, I hope you take I hope you take Teresa's words to heart. And again, if you're interested in her books, particularly this latest one, Prayer Rx, you can get it on Amazon. Um, or if you need any help in marketing or in, in prayers or any type of encouragement, you can always reach Teresa at familiesforadoption at gmail.com. And families for adoption is all one word. Teresa, thank you so much. We so appreciate your your words of wisdom and your encouragement and your life with the Lord. It's just grand, and we really are so grateful. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's been a total joy, and I just wish your joy, your journey and the listeners' journey to be powerful and full of God's incredible purpose, peace, and love. And I love you all so very much. And I love you too, Teresa. Thank you so much. And listeners, we're going to sign off now, but thank you for listening to us and blessings to all of you. Blessings. Challenges of faith. Thank you so much.